Welcome to another episode of In Focus. My name is Candace Fitch and I'm a portfolio manager at IIC. Today we are here chatting with IIC's president and CEO, Mike Gaswitz. Welcome to the webcast, Mike. All right, Candace, great to be here. Thanks for coming back, letting me interview you once again. Um, what are we here to chat about today? We, you know, we know as portfolio managers that we think our investment approach is unique and amazing. Uh, we want to get your take on it. Well, and I, uh, you know, nine months in, and I'd have to concur. Uh, as soon as I, again, one of the things when I was doing my due diligence, if you will, before joining, uh, you know, I did look at the investment approach and uh, was just. Uh, impressed, impressed with with uh, how you guys manage the assets at the end of the day, and so as we as we spoke about in the last in the uh, in the uh, webcast that we had about uh, Tricert, we decided to to call it something. Uh, again, we we try and and uh, articulate to our clients and to our partners our process, but uh, again, from a messaging communication perspective perspective, we think it's important to, well, let's call it something so we can succinctly articulate that. And right. so today we want to talk about that process, the QSECT process. Right. Which you let the cat out of the bag a little bit in the TriCert webcast, but let's dive a little bit deeper in. Okay. And I just, again, just happened to have <laughs> some slides at the ready. So, uh, so let's, let me share my screen I go to this. Now you're seeing that, Candace? Absolutely. Excellent. So this diagram, the audience is going to memorize this diagram. It's going to be fantastic. This is, again, uh, we had stepped through this in the last webcast. And so so now, just so people know what we're talking about, this QSEC process, you know, again, households, financial plans, goals, we come up with this strategic asset allocation, if you will, that mix between equities and fixed income. We blend them all together. And then that feeds our QSEC process where folks like yourself dive in and you build out our clients' portfolios. Where, you know, basically, where do we put the money to work? And so, so let's, uh, let's look at that some more in terms of that asset management and what we do from an equities and bonds perspective. So these are our QSECT investment principles. Again, Q stands for quality, SECT stands for sector approach. So first and foremost, we want to say we're investors, we're not traders. We hold positions for the long term. Very mm -hmm. disciplined. We don't panic. We don't, we don't, we don't ride the hype waves. If you're looking for that, don't talk to us. We're not those folks. We never will be. This is all about investment for the long term. Strategic asset allocation, we talked about that when we talked about the uh, TriCert process. We do that on a household approach so that we can efficiently then allocate the uh, various asset classes into the most tax-efficient uh, account type or entity. So that's the first aspect we want to, uh, to, uh, to take into account. So the next is the sector-based equity approach and uh, the fact that we do strategic asset allocation. So now we, so we take the equity portion and then, then, then how do we dole out or invest uh, uh, the, the money, so to speak, uh, into the appropriate 
uh, locations in the markets. And we do that on a sector approach. And remind me again, how many sectors do we have? We have five sectors. Five sectors and then subsectors under that. Absolutely. And so examples of the sectors would be like the financials, that's banks, insurance companies, uh, utilities. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's fairly self-explained. Industrials, and I know there's subsectors under that. So various sectors in the economy. Well, you know, we basically look for. So why do we do that? Why do we do that? Because most other approaches are geographic. You'll see. You'll see the sector allocation based on Canada. You'll see the sector allocation based on the United States, other regions in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, we believe the economy is mainly a global economy, and. Uh, and so we we look for the highest quality companies in each sector, independent of which geography they're in. And so we re remove that geographic restrictions and biases in, in, in selecting these companies. When you do that, not only do you get the best companies, but then your portfolios are better diversified. Again, back to good asset management, you're looking for good diversity. What you can see in some other organizations when they go on a geographic basis, they may suddenly, you know, your portfolio may suddenly become overweight, if you will, to a particular, or more sensitive to a particular uh, sector in the economy. Mm -hmm. And so we avoid that by doing everything on this sector-based approach. And, and I think I mentioned that earlier or in the other webcast, look, it is a global economy. The locations of headquarters are basically irrelevant. If you think about companies in Canada, yeah, I mean, great. They may be doing well in Canada, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, more than likely, the bulk of companies that do well are are exporters, and and uh, and so we we basically recognize that. And quite honestly, it seems intuitive, but I can tell you, most other organizations, uh, th that doesn't come first and foremost when they're building the, the, the when they construct the portfolio for clients. Third aspect for QSect is. It's a valuation-based approach, and we use that to inform our timing of investments into and out of the market. So some folks may say we never timed the market, and while we are investors, and we would agree with that maybe at a high level, when it comes time to putting money into the market, we do want to take into account. So for example, earlier in the year, we had, correct me if I'm wrong, right? We had a high period of volatility. Mm -hmm. So... We may, we may wait a bit and wait for things to calm down and then put the money to work. We take into account the market activities as well as client-specific comfort levels. The client may also may not be comfort at this point in time to put the money into the market. We take that into account as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So active investment, back to being valuation-based. We are active managers and, uh, and, and so we believe that leads to better outcomes as compared to a passive only approach. And here you see the reasons here, lessens the level of volatility. So this recent spout of uh, volatility in the market, our clients, generally speaking, have done better than the, the market indices. And uh, that that is basically one of the constructs we do, or one of the goals of what we do is to try and by investing in these quality firms, you in fact lessen the volatility, basically the ups and downs that clients experience in their portfolios. We believe it delivers longer term, you know, better performance over the longer term per unit of risk. We all know the saying: you can't, you know, risk versus reward. 
And so we get it. And look, we 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 reduce that risk, and we're looking for that reward over the long term. And uh, so per unit of risk that we take, we believe we get superior performance. It's inherently logical in terms of what we do because we're investors. We're not just following the whims of the market. And that's that's the challenge in this. You want to buy a quality, you want to invest your assets and own quality assets, but you're also dealing with the dynamics of a market that where you where you acquire those where you know basically human behave, behavior can take over and uh, some not so logical things can happen with our active approach value based it's logical we just mm -hmm. we just basically look for the correct time and the correct valuation to go in and also leverage and and pull out when it makes sense to do so we can uh you know, we can accommodate client-specific constraints. Say we have a client not interested in oil and gas. We can do that. We can do that with our approach. It improves tax loss harvesting operations. We talked about that at the TriCert. So the fact that we we are, uh, uh, again, sector-based, but also uh, individual, individual holdings, uh, we can actually optimize what we do from a tax loss harvesting perspective. And at the end of the day, from a business business owner operator perspective, that's many of our clients like that. It's just inherently, again, uh, it's easy for them as I can understand it, they can understand it. And so you, you won't see bad behaviors or people, uh, clients may panic and want to get out of the market. For example, if you know you're holding quality assets and just go, it's like owning a quality house, this too shall pass and you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. So what is this notion of a quality investment? Well, here are the eight attributes we put against what we mean by quality. They're dominant industry players, strong barriers to competition. They've proven to be profitable with predictable earnings. They have a track record of growing their profits. They have very strong balance sheets from a, uh, a debt perspective, high returns on their equity. They, most of them typically pay dividends with high probabilities to grow those dividends, and they have reasonable share prices based upon the current and predicted future financials. Those things all combined together, that's how we select the assets, and that's what we call a quality approach. Again, fairly straightforward, and yet I can tell you when you look at most other wealth managers, they'll blend like a value-based approach with a growth-based approach. They blend all these things together and it's very difficult for clients to truly understand, okay, what is your overall investment style? Help me understand this. This, it's quality. You can look at any one of the names that we have in your portfolio and you'll go, I get it. I understand it. Back to, you said it in the last webcast, sleep at night portfolios. That's what we built. Tactical asset allocation, bit of a technical term. So we've we've talked about strategic asset allocation. So that's that mix uh, between, say again, equities and say fixed income bonds. Tactical asset allocation is just taking that to the next degree in terms of okay, depending what's going on in the economy, maybe we want to do some tilts, right? We, we may want to do, let's say, be underweight or reduce the amount of utilities, not get out of utilities, but maybe reduce the portion of the assets sitting in utilities versus, say, financials, right? And so 
the fact is the fact that we're sector based, not geographic based, we can we can do a more optimal tactical asset allocation and make those calls. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but recently we just did some tilts, you know, as we saw interest rates starting to rise. Krishna Beheri, one of the portfolio managers responsible for utilities, decided to, you know, working with the group and the team said, you know what, we should be sh shrinking that allocation, not getting out of it, but probably likely shrinking that allocation to utilities, which, mm -hmm. which was, appears to have been the right call. Right. And it's really just fine tuning, right? Exactly. It's not big shifts. We're not changing our strategy. It's just fine tuning what we already know and love. Exactly. Exactly. So that's sector-based uh, tactical asset allocation. So what is our metric? What are we going for? Most other folks will focus, get fixated on market indices. While we look at those, we understand, we totally understand that clients are bombarded <laughs> by the industry in terms of here's what the S&P has done, here's what the TSX has done. We get it. We understand it. But at the end of the day, our approach, back to that quality approach, and that those custom portfolios, we build truly custom portfolios for our clients, our benchmark, if you will, is the financial plan. We have a goal we need to meet in the financial plan or, or a metric to meet, to meet the goals for the various that we talked about in TriCert. That is the benchmark we're gunning for. And that's how we build out our, our portfolios. And so that, if you take a step back, that is our QSET process and principles. Again, something, uh, Candice, again, you guys like, yeah, this is, uh, again, this is what we've always been doing. But as the guy coming in, new guy coming in, I think it's something, again, clients or partners really need to understand our approach uh, and why it's uh, it, it we believe it leads to better outcomes for our clients. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Uh, also, just for everybody watching, be sure to check out the educational podcast series. We're diving deep into each one of our investment principles as well. So fantastic. Thank you so much, Mike, for sharing with us the QSECT diagrams to help our clients and viewers better understand what it is that we do on a daily basis here. Thank you, Kim.